Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas. Mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with. Well, welcome to Let's Put the Rad in Radical. The girls and myself are all home. So Raina is still in Colorado. Amanda Not and I wrong. are. Yeah, I know. It's so sad. <laughs> Very sad. Amanda is back from her RV mega trip. And Amanda and I are comfy in Vancouver, Canada. So thanks That's for right. tuning in. Kind of a funny thing I've brought to the girls is I am rereading the book. Uh, Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. Now, this is a major one for all of us. We we love, 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 love this book. And I've come across a bit of a quote, and it really kind of resonated. But also, I thought, hmm, I would love to ask the girls about this. So I just want to start by reading this quote from the book. And let's just see what you girls think about it, because I do have a follow-up question. And if you're listening, here's the quote and see what you think. So this is from a chapter and it's called Be a Yes. Be a yes, a full-blown, 100%, hands down, hell yeah, we're doing this no matter what kind of yes. The universe does not dabble in maybe or kind of or yeah, but it's either an unwavering 100% or not at all. When we hold an intention, every single thing in the universe either resonates or dissonates with us. If something resonates, it is a hundred percent yes, and it is going to come straight at you like a magnet or a seagull after your chips at the beach. If it's not quite a hundred percent, the manifestation is going to be not quite a hundred percent. Every second of every day, you are either vibrating a yes, a no, and maybe thoughts, and those affect the actions. So such an interesting quote, because I really wanted to know if you guys have given some thoughts as to what are your hell yeses, what are your no's, and where in life are you a maybe? And I hadn't really given a lot of thought, because if I was to dissect my day, like this quote said, and it's like, you are either vibrating a yes, a no, or a maybe, and the universe gives that back. Now, you guys know that we are very, uh, we love a good manifestation. We love a good spirituality in a crystal. But this one kind of threw me for a bit of a loop, and I'd love to hear your take on it, because in all honesty, I can't live a hell yes all the time, 24-7 life. And that's what I felt a bit of pressure from this quote. So I wanted to know if you guys, number one, what are your hell yeses? Is there something that like right now is like a hell yes and you know that it's being drawn to you? Or is there something that kind of didn't hit with that quote? For like, like me, I thought, man, that's a lot of pressure. I got to be a hell yes all the time for my manifestations to come together. Rebecca Campbell, explain to me how I can, because there's a lot of time, guys, I've got no's and maybes floating all over the place. Well, maybe it's a hell yes with boundaries. Because boundaries and like red flags pop up as soon as I heard that quote of like, well, I don't want to be a yes person because then I'm going to be, you know, getting myself into things that I don't necessarily want to be tied into or, you know, going places or doing things for people that I necessarily don't feel like doing. But also that was more than just a quote. That was like a short story. So can we maybe dissect the quote I think that's and important. take it apart? Yeah. Yeah. Because there, there are aspects of that quote that, 
definitely made me feel like, oh yeah, of course, of course, of course, right? But then there were others where it's like, well, you know, I felt plenty of maybes. And then it makes you wonder any of those times where you're sort of pussyfooting around an answer or a decision, like sometimes it takes you a minute to warm up to the thought and that's what leads you to your hell yes. And sometimes there have been other moments in my life where I've been like, oh no, it's unequivocal. Yes, this is happening or absolutely not. You will never penetrate this boundary, this no, right? So I, I think it can, there's a lot there. So what's so, what's so the part that made you say, I absolutely agree. And then where's the part where you're like, mm, I don't know that I can do that. Well, let's do what Raina says. Like there's one, two, three, like four little sections to this. So maybe let's just break it down piece by piece and see what kind of hits and not because- here, this book is amazing. This it's book incredible. is, yeah, like, it's, it's one of the best I've, I've read this year. Yeah, for sure. we cannot, we cannot like yell from the treetops any louder that you guys need to go. Light is the new black, Rebecca Campbell, check, check, check. But this one, um, the title, Be a Yes. So, right there, my first question was like, Be a yes to what? <laughs> and I want to say, Well, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, Well, actually, but no. <laughs> so, want to be a yes today. So, be a yes. What does that actually mean to you girls? Like be a yes in how you check your life in, in how you, how you show up. If something doesn't align, is it then a no? Like just in the title, I was like, I would love to be a yes all the time. I would love to be a yes. I think it aligns with that book we've kind of mentioned before is that surrender experiment. And I think that that's what I, when I hear that be a yes, I think of that, of like, whatever comes my way. Okay. Let's do it. you right. Like whatever naturally the universe aligns, like let's tackle it. Let's dig into it. If it's a new job opportunity or a new friendship, like awesome, take it and run with it. But the negative part of be a yes that comes up for me is the boundaries of like being a yes man or like, people Hey, pleasing. were you people pleasing 100%. So I kind of go both ways with it where I'm a big believer in like, follow your gut. Like I talk about it a lot and it probably annoys Chad how much I go with my gut on things, but like, that's what I thought of whenever you originally said it without thinking of the like people pleasing and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, like there's this aspect of also not overthinking to just read that first part. So isn't it funny how automatically yeah. your brain tries to, t to deter you from agreeing with the yes. Interesting. Sorry. Okay, Ali, keep going. Keep going. So the first little bit is be a yes, a full-blown 100% hands down, hell yeah, we're doing this no matter what kind of yes. Yeah. That I think of the three of us and I yeah. think of creativity and I think of the power of like when minds come together and it's like, and I think maybe that pops up mostly because that's kind of been like where we all are is this like, oh no, like, let's do that. Like this opportunity, let's run with that. And then let's do it like this. And then like, and I think that's what that sentence says to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think about that and it makes me feel like, wouldn't everything that you are doing be easier if you gave it a 100% resounding yes? Like mm. the work that you hum and haw about when you wake up at 7am and being really pissed that it's happening, that you have to drive and do the commute and get to work. Like, of course, I understand everything can be rainbows and butterflies. That's not real life. But what if you just gave it a fuck? Yes. Like this is this is what I do. You know, I, I, I drive to work in the morning and I'm, uh, what is the point in letting myself 
feel shitty about it, which can bring in the no or the negative thoughts or like that little dark blanket over what the yes can maybe bring light to instead. So you get what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. And so that's where I was kind of like thinking that I think that this whole part was just about like a paradigm and perspective shifts. Like, let's take, you know, you wake up, you're grumbly, it's early, you're like, oh, man, I got to get to work. And you do your same routine. Well, how could you turn this, you know, negative experience into a hell yes? Do you, mm. you know, make your favorite coffee a bit stronger? <laughs> do you list, start listening to your favorite soundtracks and music and a podcast? Maybe you download an audible. Like, how do you turn it into a yes from a no? Because the next part says that basically if you are in a no vibration, so you're in that negative Nelly, no, 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 no. This I don't want to wake up. I don't, don't want to go to work. Right, right. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, that the universe, it says the universe does not dabble in maybe, kind of, yeah, but it's either mm. an unwavering 100% or not at all. Well, here's the thing is that all three of us have done things where if we hadn't, if we had ignored, sorry, if we had listened to the no, the maybe, but, but the okay, but th there's lots that wouldn't have happened with, with even just us. If we are even just talking about the three of us, I would never have met any of you because mm -mm. I was like, look, I'm an ambivert, which means I am a healthy mix of both an introverted personality and an extroverted one. I am definitely in between. And my introvert, you know, pulls me in a lot in the sense of like, you know, Reina and I sat next to each other at a, a supper and she asked, do you want to come with me to meet like no name brand on Instagram who asked me if I want to get a tattoo tomorrow? And in my head, I was like, I could say no to this, but fuck, can you imagine my life if I had said no to that? Mm. Or something as simple as even going on the trip where I met my now fiance. Like, I mean, there's lots of things where I was like, yeah, that's going to be really expensive. Yeah, but that's a lot of money for a trip to Europe for one month. Yeah, but what about work? But what am I going to do about getting back to emails and responding to clients and things like that? It's like, just say fuck yes and go on the trip. And everything that needs to sort itself out, the universe can then provide. It falls into place every time, does it not? It does. Everything Every we sweat single time. always finds a way to figure itself out without our fucking meddling, man. Like mm -hmm. we are the people that mess it up. But we could also, I think what this quote is what she's saying is be the gate through it. That's sort of what this yes energy makes me think of. I think that it also is a really good kind of gut check or maybe even a tool. And I know, Amanda, you hate tips and tricks, that sort of stuff. But like, <laughs> let's say for more of the worrier or for the someone who leads with a lot of anxiety yes. to really have that gut check to be like, is my worry or my anxiety or my spiral of negativity, is that serving the purpose that what the goodness that could come because I just keep closing the door to opportunities? Yes. And I wonder if this is like a quote that for me is just kind of a gut check where I go, hmm, Maybe I need to, like, I think, isn't it Shonda Rhimes, the girl that, uh, the woman, I should say, who created, like, Grey's Anatomy and Scandal. She wrote a book called The Year of Yes. I think it was Shonda Rhimes. Anyways, I think so. She, she basically said, listen, for a full year, I'm saying yes to everything. And everything from, hey, mom, can you play with me right now? Okay, yes. Um, I need to uh, do this. Okay, yes. Um, let's go on this trip. Yes. 
all the things that she used to put up a block to, she was like, I'm saying yes to everything for a year and seeing where my life unfolds. And of course, we all can't be that bold. We all, some of, well, some of us do have to work and all these things, but how can your mood and perspective shift? Because the interesting thing, so the next line of this is, when we hold an intention, every single thing in the universe either resonates or dissonates with that. If something resonates, it is a 100% yes, it is going to come straight at you like a magnet or a seagull after your chips at the beach. Do you guys actually believe that? Were you reading? So basically, this is saying if you get into the vibration, what this quote is saying is, if you get into the vibe, I'm challenging manifestation right now. That's it. Mm -hmm. If you resonate truly a yes feeling, it will come to you. This is what this book is saying. Hey, the universe pays you. The universe already knows what you want. Very Abraham Hicks kind of vibe here. Raise that vibration. If you get into the feeling and alignment, the universe delivers. Can you guys, like Amanda, looking back, if you could write out a timeline of things that you were negative and then you started saying yes, that led you to your trip to Europe, that led you to like, I wonder if like, where does this manifestation actually come from? Or is it us actually taking control of our life? Well, I think it's a, I think in my opinion, the answer to that has always been it's both because the universe will align with your action steps, meaning you must I believe you must actively participate in the manifestations of your dreams. They don't fall in your lap. She's just locked and loaded and ready for you to start walking the path so she can be like, oh shit, okay, cool. Amanda's doing this. So I need to take this out of my tool belt because it's time. I have to start teeing this up because soon that will be time. And she's changing paths. So I need to show her to keep, keep changing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, every, everything that I wrote down that I wanted to be part of the reality I would live at this point in my life allowed me to get so clear that I couldn't, I couldn't not take those steps. So I have, for example, I have some paperwork that I wrote when I was, or like a post-it, like a Hello Kitty post-it is at my parents' house still. And the Hello Kitty post-it said, working full-time for myself, earning X amount of dollars per week, um, retiring from teaching at a young age, all these things. And, and then the last one was living somewhere where there are palm trees and big windows. And that was like the last part of it. And I, I, I kid you not, like that is verbatim what I wake up to at this point. And so it's like, how, but every step of the way I've bled for it. I've cried for it. I've worked at three in the morning when you wouldn't, I've stayed up late when you decided you wanted to go to bed. Like I, I have actively shown up for that little hello kitty posted. So I feel like it has to be, you know, and, and I'm saying this as an anxious person. I feel like it has to be you wanting the shit that you write on that post-it more than you want to believe the no vibration, the gremlin in the darkness that wants to suck you under the bed and keep you there forever. Because if, if I think about having said no to walking that path and doing the hard work so that the universe could meet me there, I would still be in that bedroom. Or at least part of me feels like that. Or I'd be married to the wrong person. Or or I'd live in the wrong city where I never felt like myself. Like, there's a lot that came from 
those active participations. And I mean, there's been many things since then. And, and I would like to also mention, haven't we all had a reading with a medium at some point? We love our girl, Cindy, where we've all had these reflections on this time frame is going to be hella transformative for you. You've just got to keep doing this or this energy does not feel correct. How do you need to assess and change so that you can get back on that path? And wouldn't you agree that hearing those things helped us rewrite what we wanted for ourselves? And a year later, I mean, it's a year later now, haven't yeah. you changed your mindset? Haven't you um, even shifted maybe the space that you live in, even if that's an internal space that you live in? You know, like, I, I think you've had to actively participate in all of that in order for that to be true. So I think it's both. I'm speechless because that was so much to where I'm like, like I could have added on to everything you said, but I didn't want to interrupt the whole time. And now I just sit here being like, okay, like our main conversations with Cindy, do you both not remember, you know, she kept flashing to me 2022, 2022, 2022 is your year. And so last year when all of this started, I was like 2022, I just got to survive until 2022. Right. Mm -hmm. And so but also in the process of all this, what I like to call surviving, I figured out things that work for me and in, in a sense of breathing a little easier and lowering stress and lowering anxiety, which is all, you know, under this umbrella of like things that need to happen for Raina to live a normal, sane life. And I'm also finding these things that are now coming in kind of like randomly, like Ne- like I'll get a phone call or a text or an email next year. This is happening next year, this and next year. And it's 2021 now. And I'm going, okay, 20, 2022 legit. Cindy called it. Like I'm like all, does that make sense? Like all of these yeah. things I'm getting messages from people that I've done collaborations with in the past, or, you know, this from somebody that wants to kind of run with this little business venture, like 2022 keeps popping up. And I'm like, okay, am I just like, Am I just now waking up and putting in enough action to bring 2022 to, to life? Or is all of this just falling in place like it was supposed to because it was going to no matter what? You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of interesting, the, the manifestation versus action. I think it's action. <laughs> yeah, I think action has Huge. to be a, a big, I mean, we have to really say it like it is, which is you could have changed nothing. And you could still be sitting and feeling the same exact way as you did a year ago, but you've done a ton of shedding of self. But don't you think you also have to have that vision? That oh yeah, a hundred percent. You you know what I mean? Because yes. even last year, it's like I remember getting on calls and just saying, like, "I don't even know. I don't even know what I want. I don't even know what it looks like. I can't manifest something that I don't know what I'm manifesting." You know what I mean? And I don't know. I don't even know. Well, then I mean. That. If that's the way you were, if we look at this quote, you would have been in a maybe stage, right? Yeah. Or a maybe vibe. Yeah. Therefore, nothing is going to come to you. Yeah. And I, and I went, yeah, and it didn't. And it didn't until, you know, you started to believe, or I wonder if it's just a belief factor that we, that there's a possibility coming or that there is good, like, I think there is, there has to be a state, a mental state and physical and feeling shift. Because when you are in the muck of, well, maybe we'll know, well, maybe we'll know, kind of what she said, you know, when you're like, yeah, but, you know, nobody yeah. really is calling. Yeah, but I can't, it's hard to meet people. Yeah, but I could never make that amount of money. Yeah, but yeah. my friends don't call me back. Like, I mean, or whatever your yeah, but is, 
you're making a negative excuse. Therefore, the universe is going to close its door. It's true. And, it's so and, true. Yeah. And I think to like one part is, of me is like, come on, universe, chuck people a bone, like chuck me a bone. <laughs> if I if, don't close the door. But what it's actually doing is the universe is saying to you, shift your mindset, shift your belief, shift your perspective because life is so precious, so good, like all that stuff. And it might be a little painful. Yeah. But do it anyway, because after yeah. you're done doing that, this is what's waiting. And like, how true is that? I can look at every single like major pivotal moment in my life and I'm like, oh yeah, like that was perfectly aligned. And and looking at my life now, like I've sat and journaled on like my day and I'll reflect at the end of it and be like, okay, well, I'm literally living the day that I wanted, that I manifested, I have what I want. Like what, like you just said, like, I'm like living the life that I put together. Why sometimes am I cock blocking myself from that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's this habit of, of not, especially for women is just not being allowed to be satisfied and proud Hmm. and at peace. It's almost like if we're not constantly striving uh, I mean, Michelle discussed this on our, on when she was a guest on our on our episode of like the reason why you don't celebrate yourself when you're at ease or at peace or at rest is because you've never gotten a medal for that. You've always been somebody who's gotten you know a gold stamp if you've performed or outperformed yeah. other people. So you know, I think the really challenging part in that is taking the time to say what exactly can I celebrate myself for so that we don't have to constantly hope somebody else is going to give us the pat on the back that we need. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It really can be. But you know, I want to add to that is sometimes we need that person to give us the pat on the back to say like, Hey, this is what's possible. Like I've had so much of that through the last year that I can look back at, at how many people have patted me on the back and said, just keep going a little further, like a yeah, little you're doing more. Great. Yeah. You're doing great. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, without that, it's, it's so easy to be like, just throw in the towel. I don't, yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. You know? Well, so, let me ask you guys is at, at points in your life, have you not sat down and been like, man, I need a change or something has to give or something must go in a different way. I, something monthly. You know, and then has, <laughs> What, you know, can you not pinpoint certain points in your life where all of a sudden that shift came and maybe it wasn't the next day, but by you continuing to show up for yourself, it, it was able to cross your path. Do you have anything like that in your life? Yeah. Like what Raina said, monthly, yeah, (laughs) monthly shifts. But I think that's also because of the mindset we're in, right? The fact that the three of us have read this book, probably most of our listeners are kind of on, they all understand manifestation or the universe. We're all on the same vibe so that we maybe have more personal check-ins. The end part of this quote, which I wanted to just kind of bring up again, uh, is the clearer you get on what makes you say, hell yeah, and what makes you say, hell no, the more yeses will come flying straight at you, landing straight on your lap. And so that's kind of like what you were just saying is I was wondering, do you guys, are you super clear on your yeses and nos? And I'm wondering if it's a, is it a vibration? Is it a check-in? Is it like, do you guys check in throughout your day? And you're like, wow, I'm actually really spiraling right now. Or wow, I'm a negative Nelly. This isn't good. Or 
this, uh, there's a lot going on. And what do you do to check yourself out of a no and into a yes state? I, I would have to say it's so Tony Robbins of if you want to change your mental state, you've got to change your physical state. So usually I start to get sad and depressed or a no vibe, low vibe when I'm like scrolling TikTok or Instagram for really too long and starting, you know, you start off feeling okay about your life and then all of a sudden you're leaving there worse than you arrived. And those are some of the reasons why something like the RV trip happened in the first place, right? Like, you know, that, that entire adventure, I've had people messaging me saying, oh my God, you're so lucky that you did that. And the word lucky irks me because there's nothing that I've done in this life that has been because of merely luck. Sure, I'll, I'll give Lady Luck some credit, like opportunities cross, again, if you're willing to actively participate. And that's credit to me. I want to thank me for all of those things that happened because, you know, we were we went out to supper, him and I, a few months ago, basically. That's how this whole RV thing came to be, was we were fed up of having all the no's, of always being the low vibe, of not not feeling a fuck yes, basically. We're like, where do we want to live? And what do we want to do? And oh my God, now we're, you know, expecting what, what can we do before, um, you know, arrival and, and all these things. And it was like, well, what we need to do is stop having and hawing. We need mm -hmm. to stop being the maybe because it's that indecision that is a decision in and of itself. And it is exhausting to ruminate the fact that you haven't come to a conclusion for yourself. It's exhausting. And so people are like, oh, you're so lucky you went on this RV trip. I'm like, no, no, no. We saved up for months and months and months, all our little pennies while you were online shopping. I didn't fucking buy anything. I saved up for months and months and months for us to be able to do a rental of that capacity or we would stay for free in Walmart parking lots here and there. Or, you know, I wasn't, you know, trying to travel. I made that be my big focus. I'm like, that is going to be the big trip of our year, this and that, right? It's like, there was, a, we went to visit RVs. I think I remember telling you guys, we went to, we went to like a, an RV and motorhome tour around test Vancouver. Driving. Test driving. <laughs> yeah, like we went to go research. I made Google spreadsheets expressing what the value would be if we drove in my car, my little Mazda 3 hatchback named Zelda and did hotels versus the RV life. And then there were other things like, you're really going to be pregnant at that time. Do you want a bathroom at all times? And the answer was, yes, I do. And it's <laughs> COVID. Do you want to have bathrooms that are at your disposal and only you? Yes, I do. So there were like things that we factored in that are a result of, of how that trip came to be. So that's just one example, but I can think about that for, for so many other things. And the, the stuff that we, or even myself, that I dabble in mentally where I'm like, oh, I could start an art business or maybe I could, um, you know, push for 10 more goals in, in my current business or maybe he and I could ditch Vancouver and really make the move to New Zealand and that will be our new home, whatever. Like all these indecision moments are the things that I'm telling you keep me up at night. They're mm. the things that I keep ruminating about that are exactly what this quote makes me think of, which is, Everything I've said a hell yes to, like, hell yes, I'm living in Vancouver, or hell yes, this is the apartment for me, or hell yes, this is the career path I want to pursue. Oh my God, everything I've ever said a hell yes to has brought me into such an attuned alignment with my strengths and my power. 
And anytime I've ever lived in the maybe, the I'm not sure, the I refuse to come to a conclusion, I have tortured myself at length for it. That's that's me. So I'm not going to follow Amanda anymore because <laughs> it's like these responses where I just want to really, yeah, exactly what she said. I think the piece that hit hard for me and then the rest just hit hard was the social media thing because I am a very... I like, I'd like to say that when it's just me home, like on a day like today, Chad's traveling, girls are at school, no friends are here. Like I am ultimately aware of like me, my mental state, the thoughts that are going through my mind, like all of these things. The biggest time I notice it is when I'm in that stuck scrolling. It is only when it comes to social media, do I get in that rut? And then it's like, I literally made a post today about it. I literally catch myself. And then you're like, God damn it, I'm closing all my apps. And I put my phone down and I'm like outside or I go on the walk, I'll walk with the dogs or I literally leave the house because that's, that is the one thing in my life that will make me question everything that I'm doing. But while you're scrolling, while you're scrolling, hell yeses and inspiration and high vibes are not. That's why it's so addicting. No, but I I get that. Do you? Cause yes. Cause I was going to say, I think. I don't, I don't solve my life when I'm scrolling. My life becomes worse. No, like, yeah, but I it's, think it's when I'm true. out on a walk. Like it's when that's I go true. out into nature. It's when yeah. I start to take that quiet moments that I can get clear on the hell yeses. So like Amanda just gave like five things that she's like being, you know, kept up late at night going, where do we live? And what should I do my next year? What job and everything? Yeah. Well, scrolling social media I'm sorry, but Millie from Chicago, who I don't know, is not going to solve right. My, she's not going to give me perspective and give me a hell yes. No. But when I go out and I get into that vibration and I and I start saying yeses, I'm ready. Okay, well, what is it? Uh, maybe is it that we're ready for a change and then you become open to it. And then all of a sudden you get, you know, an email that has a link to this person who's selling a place in the neighborhood you kind of were you know and you go oh my god that that is a hell yes yes (laughs) the universe my friends and can I just also mention Ali what you're saying makes a lot of sense but you have to be paying attention to it and I think that's what's important to take away from you said is that you're in your inbox and all of a sudden that email comes to you and instead of being in a shitty headspace where you delete it and think of it as junk or you're like no we don't have the money now is not the right time yeah quit spamming me I I'm, I'm busy with this or, or had a shitty conversation with my spouse this morning. I can't even think about it if I wanted to. He'll, he'll never be open to discussing this. You have to be able to say, wait a minute. If I noticed that, that's probably the sign. Like Raina kept noticing, oh, wait a minute. 2022 keeps popping up. Oh, that's probably it. I should probably respond to that. Like you, I do think your gut knows when it's helpful and when it's hurtful. And it also knows when you should be paying attention that you're on your right path. I think, you know, there was a point when we had those readings with Cindy, what was it, a year ago? Yeah, had to have been, just over a year ago, maybe. She told me in the next six to 12 months, like your whole world is going to change. So just hang tight. Uh, in Yeah, in six months, I found out I was pregnant. In 12 months, I'm pregnant. I forgot and, about that. Engaged. Literally goosebumps everywhere. Yes, and that. those were the things that I remember expressing to her was, are they part of my path? Am I always going to be the really funny aunt? A- am I meant to be world traveling? How, how, like, am I always going to be, you know, the friend who celebrates others for these milestones? Are they not meant for me? Because, 
you know, I mean, every registry for a wedding or a baby or a new home celebration, like, I mean, I've done them for countless other people and never once was it for me, right? So I was like, is it possible that I'm meant to challenge if that is even supposed to be mine, right? Like, I, I don't know, like, why do I even want it in the first place when things are so good? And she was just like, relax, because the way that you're participating now and the partner you're participating with, there are lots of breakthroughs that you guys need to have, but if you're willing to stick through them, there can be a lot of power in your next six to 12 months. And, and boy, oh boy, did the breakthroughs come. Boy, did they come. <laughs> and there was even a point where, you know, last in February, when we did, we found out in March. And so at the time I didn't know I was pregnant, but there was a point where, you know, even he, like we were, I was just saying like a lot of this RV trip came from us feeling stagnant and us not having the yeses and us deciding to take an attitude of action. And, and he was saying as well, like, I'm stuck in the online world and it makes me forget how, how beautiful it is with what we have. And we had hit kind of like a, 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 like a tough spot there. And, and he was like, I'm just looking for some big change, something that can really put us on a trajectory where I have no choice. I have no choice, but to get really clear on how I want to design the rest of my months closing this year. And about a week later, we read a positive pregnancy test. So it was like, oh my goodness, this universe, if you're willing to, to get as serious as possible, that you're asking, you're demanding something different and you're participating in that, I really think that that can begin. And of course, it doesn't need to become, you know, in the, it doesn't need to come in the form of a stick that you peed on, but what I'm trying to express is that every time I've remained closed, I've made my world smaller. Every time I've said yes and not hemmed and hawed in anxiety, I have created an opportunity to open a different door. And, and I think that that, I love Raina. I think that maybe that's something that we could put out as an offering for, you know, uh, us it's something that I, I want to take an inventory of my life, but where are you sitting in the muck, right? Where are you, you know, Amanda, even the things that you talked about, you know, how could you or our listeners and me and Raina, like, how can we hone in on the things that are kind of making us pump the brakes on some decisions or movement? And how can we address them with more yes feelings, more goodness, more you know, manifesting more opportunities to come and, and just getting in alignment with what we think this could be really good, or I'm open to these things instead of a, well, yeah, no, but you know, well, I'm more open to this, right? Like, you know, I think that people need to shift their perspective and it's okay to be in a murky mucky place, Yes, but starting to get the gas going, like you got it, we got to shift it into first gear, right? Don't you think hope like just, being hopeful about something plays such a huge role in that like I don't know I think of like just the darkness that was last year and there was no like hope and vision there was no hope and there wasn't any vision that anything was going to get better anything was going to change and this is just now what it is and there was no yes or excitement but when you're able to find that little bit of like oh well this could maybe work out like what if it did work out and what if everything was fine right like having that little bit of hope I think is really important for people and also it will work out. Like I yeah. think we've said that multiple times is that anything that we've like hum and hawed over 
um, any low vibe that I've had over a certain subject, I can now look back in hindsight, rear view mirror kind of vibes and be like, shit, it all worked. (laughs) It's all working out. Well, right, so, Ali, I'd like to know how, what you think, because, you know, this this whole episode stemmed from you reading that quote and feeling alerted that it needed to be aired out or it was something that opened you up that you wanted to have aired out. I know my answer to your question of how do you get from the space of the muck into first gear, at least you don't need to go to fifth, but maybe you could start putting your foot on the gas and, and feeling for it. So I want to answer after you. But what do you think? is required for that how can you you know you've been in mucky places like how oh for sure you, how super, can you super mucky like my whole body covered in muck yeah <laughs> very well, mucky. but that's transformative <laughs> it's it's required and the muckier the better yes like yes. It, it's so it's so necessary it is part of the equation you can't get the answer without the muck A hundred percent. I guess the reason why I really, I was triggered a bit by this quote because of even the title, be the yes. And there's a lot of the times I immediately went into a negative grumbly space. And I was like, I can't always be the yes. (laughs) Who lives in a yes space all the time? This is one of those fluffy books that, you know, no, it doesn't make any sense. So I wanted to get the conversation going around what does a yes mean? Because when she says that, you know, the universe will pay you and it'll all flood in, you just have to be in the right vibration. It has to align with the yes. And I thought, yeah, I get that, but I can't always be in a yes, quite frankly. So, so what do so, you do to help yes, your so, gut feel listened to? Yeah. So this is why, <laughs> this is why I brought the whole thing up is because I'm still <laughs> gathering information on how to move my murky, yucky maybes and no's into a more aligned space And I think that what you said, both of you was, you know, taking action, getting clear and um, what Raina just said, you know, bringing in some beliefs that it's all going to be good, that there is kind of like trusting the path and all that. But I just, I don't know, there was a part of me that when I read this, I, I kind of felt like, well, is, does the universe ignore me when I'm in the no space? Like, is it bad? Because I do feel I need to be in a no to find my, slowly find my way to a yes. That's where it always starts. It has to start with a no. So in that point, you know, of course, when I align up, I'm going to see good things happen or I'm going to, because my, my perspective has shifted the same as if I'm in a no space, I could look around and be like, it is negative all over the place here. The universe is going to show me all that it just depends on what I'm looking for. Right. That's it. Like yeah. we could, I mean, in any situation, I feel like you could take two spins. You could pull it and say like, look at all of the shit that's going wrong, but then also look at all the shit. That, like there's two different ways you could look at it. I think it's just about how you're forcing yourself to kind of look at the picture that's in front of you. Well, but like, I love- think about even just you and, and your spouse, Ali, it's like you and Ben, right? Like you could have been like, Oh, a foreigner. Mm, that's going to make things difficult for our family. <laughs> Amanda, <Never know. laughs> I have said this a million yeah. times. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is- You're like, this is going to be difficult. Grandparents are going to be far. I mean, w- there's visas involved. Like you could have looked at that and been like, that's a lot. If I just dated someone local, life would be easier. But instead, you chose the the path of actually, I love how exotic he is. His accent is the best. He has an excellent personality and I'd be and I'd be lucky to find him in another lifetime. I'm going to pursue this, right? So exotic what a good word for ben do do not let him hear this episode anybody Ben, if you're listening (laughs) 
And anybody that listens that knows Ben, they're probably <laughs> laughing in their car. They're like, this yeah. is not, he, he is not exempt. pink tights with pineapples on yes. them. It's a testament to his ex- exotic nature. <laughs> but sure. what I was going to say though, Amanda, to answer your question, I love what you were asking because it is making me pause of going, well, what do I do intentionally to shift from a no yucky downward spiral into a maybe progressing into a yes? Yeah. Sometimes Um, it takes a minute. It takes a minute. Number one, I'm with you. But what Raina said, like getting outside, going for a walk, and I'll tell you, it's not on my phone. Um, You know, anything like that, that's, that's what takes up a lot of my time is I go, am I still on my phone? Yeah, yeah, and, you, and, and that's so relatable. People are it's TikTok. It's, oh, it's, it's TikTok. I mean, I mean, it's funny, and it's so funny. I know. There <laughs> but are, that's <laughs> why I mean by there are like, like I open it sometimes, and I'm like these creative juices. Oh my god, look at what's coming in. Yes, like I yeah. feel good, and then it's like holy fuck, I've been scrolling for an hour. My brain hurts. I feel like shit. Why am I doubting myself now? Like yeah, you know what I mean. It quickly like. Yes. Spirals where you're like, okay, I need to get outside. And this is something he, my man Will has said to me, he's like, don't confuse an hour of scrolling with an hour of being productive after the inspiration of what you scrolled. So that was, that's a really powerful reminder for me, full transparency, completely still working on it. But it's like, if I've seen an excellent art piece being made by a brilliant artist, and then this hilarious video that I would love to recreate and then this pasta recipe where I'm like oh my god that looks delicious and then all of a sudden there's this dance where I'm like mm, I just want to get it I want to do it. and then I get off the phone and I've not cooked pasta I've not created a piece of art I haven't not recreated danced. that meme I have not I've certainly not danced I've been sitting my ass down like if at the end of it those four things that gave me any source of inspiration have not been acted on again action if you haven't gotten the point picture already then it was fruitless. But if from it, and here's an example, yesterday morning, I was looking at amazing, beautiful, pregnant mama to bees, um, moving their bodies and lifting heavy weights or running or doing all kinds of stuff. And I was having one of those dragging my feet um, a little longer than uh, I wanted to for the workout. And thanks to that, I was able to, you know, get my movement in. And I was like, great. I took that inspiration from the online world and I applied it to my real life world. So, you know, Ali, just in closing, I'll just say my answer is playfulness. The way that you Mm. get out of the muck, Mm -hmm. it's not even, to me, it's not the vision. It's not the this or that, though they're all important for me. What I've learned is that it's not taking shit so seriously. Have a bit more fun. Don't be so committed to the outcome. The way that you start saying yes to everything is just say yes to it and don't have a set bar or expectation of how it has to go. Just fucking do it and let the universe show you and find out for yourself. So to all of our listeners, I really hope that you take the time to listen uh, or pour over that book, Light is a New Black by Rebecca Campbell. Um, Ali did a great job in resurfacing that because obviously we had thoughts on it. And um, check her out on Instagram for sure. But for us, what we know is we love hearing your thoughts on the episode. Send us a DM. Don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter as well. And you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcast or really anywhere you catch your favorites. And we're so thankful to be one of them. So we will catch you next time on Let's Put the Rad in Radical.